Hey, everybody. How you guys doing? <laughs> all right. Uh, I just, I want to just take a second and honor all my pastor friends here. If you're a pastor and visiting here tonight, uh, we are honored that you're here. Would you just stand? We want to honor you. Uh, we just want to take a second and honor you guys. You're amazing. We love you. We bless you. May God have great riches for you and uh, bless you tonight. Thanks for coming. It's an honor to have you. Um, boy, I want to tell you, this, this is the last night, last service of our conference. And I want to say that, uh, and this is important why I'm saying this, that today when we had, we had a 10 a.m. service. And we called it an activation service. Now, probably most of us or many of us in this room have been a part of an, a prophetic activation uh, experience, prophetic activation service. But uh, um, today, the activation that took place this morning was absolutely incredible. For those who are here, I know you are blessed. If you weren't, I want to encourage you to take the time. We're going to put our messages, the recordings up on our website. I want to encourage you to take the time to get that. It is so extremely practical and so helpful. Um, I've been a part of many activation services, but this was hands down the best. And so I, I just honor you for that. That was that was really, really good, Andre. Uh, really good. So I'm going to uh, just take a second. We're going to take an offering in just a minute. Um, but I just want to share a scripture with you tonight. Paul's writing to Timothy in, in chapter 6 of 1 Timothy, and he says, Command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant, nor to put their hope in wealth, which is so uncertain, but to put their hope in God. It's a, it's a great exchange, something that really can't give you hope, uh, to you know tr trade that for someone who can give you total hope, Right? He's called the God of hope. That's powerful. And he wants us to abound in hope, by the way. That's what, he, that's what Paul writes in Romans. That we'll abound in hope or overflow in hope. So we don't put our hope in wealth, which is uncertain, but to put our hope in God, who richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. Do you know that God is concerned about your enjoyment, about your about your well-being, about doing good. He's, he richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. That's, a, that's amazing. It goes on to say, command them, those who are rich, which I know there's no, none of you are in here today, um, but I just want to share the scripture with you anyway. Command them to do good, to be rich in good deeds, rich in good deeds, in the things you do, and to be generous and willing to share. There's that word again, generous. Because we are a generous people. If we're anything like our Father, we're generous. Right? If we're anything like who He is, He's a giving God. He's a generous God. And it says, command, command them to do good, be rich in good deeds, be generous and willing to share. In this way, they will lay up treasure for themselves as a firm foundation for the coming age so that they may take hold of the life that is truly life. Um, about being rich, you know, America is by far the richest nation as far as populace goes. And, and, and a lot of times we, we struggle financially. We struggle financially because we don't do the right things with our money. But in comparison with people of other nations, Americans are rich. We have a lot of money, you know. 
we are well off. And it's what we do with this. The scripture is telling us it's what we do with this money that really makes not only a present difference, but an eternal difference. An eternal difference. It'll lay up for yourselves treasures. Lay up for yourselves, just like Jesus said, that won't rust. Rust don't, won't destroy and thieves won't come in and steal. And so we're going to take an offering to bless Andre. He's, he's been here. He's been pouring out his heart. And uh, we want to bless him. We want to be, be generous today. Amen? And you may not be here with money in your pocket or the ability to give, but I want to just, like I did last night, I want us to make a declaration, a prophetic declaration about what's going on in our heart regarding money, okay? Uh, because I'm not here to pressure you to give. I just want, I know that there's something powerful about sowing seed. You know, the seed that we sow, especially when it falls in good soil, is a guaranteed harvest, you know? It, there's a guarantee there. And the more you scatter, the more potential you have to get a harvest. And God's harvest is really good, way better than what you can scatter as far as seed goes. But uh, Andre is good soil, you know? He, he, he's going, traveling around the world. He's got a, a powerful, practical word and a powerful, life-changing prophetic ministry. And I, I just, I, I'm honored to have a relationship with you. We're honored to have you here. Um, so we're going to, I'm going to invite the ushers to come. And God is really good. So we're going to believe by faith that what we sow, God's got uh, a good return for us. Amen. You can give by cash. The ushers will also have envelope, envelopes if you need, um, if you, if you uh, need to write a check or information there. Also, if you have an app or if you want to give online, you can do that electronically as well. Okay? Let's take a second and um, just thank the Lord for his goodness and, and pray about the offering. Father, we bless you tonight. We thank you, Father, for what you're doing, what you've done up to this point. We thank you, God, that, uh, Lord, you are generous. Let's just take a second and say, I am generous. One, two, three. I am generous. Do it again. Let's say, I am generous. We're generous people like our Father. We're generous like our Father. And I thank you, God, that, Lord, that you're such a perfect role model. You're such a perfect example. And you're amazing, God. So we honor you tonight, God. And I just ask that you bless abundantly those who, who take the time to sow into Andre's life, God, into his family, into what you're doing in his life. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well. I don't want to take any more time, so I'm going to uh, invite Andre up. Would you just take a second and honor him as he comes to the stage? We honor you, Andre. Come on up to the stage. It's awesome to have you. You're a blessing. Amen, amen. You may be seated. Thank you so much. It's a great, great blessing, blessing and privilege to be with you. Um, I'm so glad that it's not snowing. <laughs> I'm very grateful for that. Um, I want to just thank Pastor Jim and Kelly. It's uh, an honor to, you know, we got to know them after you know a couple of years. You know, she's the she's the only pastor's wife or pastor that I know that calls her husband with his first and last name. You know, if my wife call me on my first and last name, I'm in trouble most of the time. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm I'm starting to get used to that. <laughs> It's a blessing um, to know to see them and their relationship. 
Um, my family has been a great blessing to me. Uh, they're with me at the moment. They're in Dallas at the moment. My wife and uh, two sons. Uh, we have a four-year-old and a, a nine-month-old baby now. And it's been a blessing to have them on this trip and just to have them part of the journey. They've been traveling this year with me everywhere I went. Um, everywhere they've been. Um, I put them in. Uh, I had to go and do Dubai and India at the same time. And uh, I found a nation in the middle called Singapore, and I put them there for a month. And then I flew from Singapore up and down to India and Dubai the whole time. So, But we had a great time this year, such a blessing. Um, it's an honor for me to have my family with me. I, I cannot do what I do without my family. You know, I need that support. I need to know that they're okay. Um, I can do about two Sundays, two weeks without my family, and then I have to be back. Um, you know, my children right now, they are at a critical time where um, you know, they're growing up and they're changing and there's transitions happening in their life, and it's, I'm so glad to be happy with them. So on this trip, um, I've had all my weekends full, but I've committed my, my midweeks to my family. Every day from Monday to Friday, I just spend some time with my family, just quality time with them, and then I leave for the weekends up and down. So, But it's been a blessing. It's been all over the place, and uh, America is big. <laughs> it's very big. And uh, so we started off in Florida. We've been there for um, about two months, and then we moved to Texas now. And uh, we'll be there for another two weeks, um, and then I'll be heading back to South Africa. Look forward to be back in there, but it's been amazing to see what God's doing in this nation. I can truly tell you that you have so much to be grateful for, so much that you have. You know, people are complaining when they've got nothing to complain about. You know, <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> life. And if you... If you feel sad, just go for a pancake and you feel lo a lot better. Have some uh, maple syrup and then uh, everything will sort it out. Anyway, so uh, we, we got used to maple syrup. <laughs> it's interesting. But anyway, so it's great to be here and to see what God's doing in this nation, to be part of it. We've been to Canada as well, and I got stuck in Canada for the first time that I ever got stuck in a place. I wanted to just get out of Canada and come back to America and beg them, please, Put me on the next plane. I want to get out of that place. <laughs> it was, uh, I can understand why they're so friendly. You know, they try and get people to go and stay there, but it's so cold there. <laughs> but anyway, um, good people, but cold weather. You know, this is like three weeks ago, but anyway. So um, we'll uh, meet up with them next weekend. Some of the pastors are coming from Canada. Um, they invited me to come back next year, but I said to them, I'll come in the summer. I'm not going to go close to winter again. You know, we don't have snow in South Africa, um, so we don't, we're not used to that cold, even this is, is very cold for us, and then also we don't have the heat that, you know, you have in Florida, so, yeah, the only thing that we have is clowns, that's it, nothing else, <laughs> so we don't have storms, no tornadoes, just clowns, that's all, you just have to lock everything and sleep with a shotgun under your pillow, that's it, so yes, so nothing, nothing worse than that, amen. Why is the weather is too people can help him tonight? The guests are here. Can you pray with me? I need to have a lady and we're gonna get into the ministry. We're gonna minister to you now and then also we're gonna go into the activation session tonight. And uh, so we're just gonna continue in um, the sessions that we've been in. We had some incredible, I enjoyed this morning, it was really good. I was amazed at how accurate people are and what they speak on, um, how sensitive they are. And I'm, uh, I'm, it's just a blessing to see that. You know, we call to empower other people. And uh, I said to, when we started last night, I said to people that just because of this environment, you know, 
when I minister with uh, my mentor, with my spiritual father, Brother Ed, when I minister with him, I can see what he sees. I can feel what he feels. I can hear what he hears when we stand together. So because of corporate anointing, because of prophecy that's here right now, you can do what I can do. You can see what I can see, and you can hear what I can hear. So you don't need an individual prophecy. So don't sit here tonight, those of you that visit this, and sit here and say, well, um, if God really loves me, then I'll get a word tonight. God loves you, and he doesn't need me to prove it. He loves you. He's proved it by giving his son. So know tonight he loves you. But have a desire tonight saying, God, speak to me. Now, it's easy to hear tonight because of the anointing that's resting upon this place. You know, every meeting, there's an anointing for a sign to every meeting. And we can access that anointing that God has for this meeting. You know, this meeting tonight is not a surprise to God. You know, if you knew about it, you knew if you're going to be in here in this meeting, you might think it's a coincidence. You maybe feel upset because of someone that forced you to come. But you're at the right place at the right time. And God has, there's a purpose and a reason for being here. So I want you to be sensitive tonight to receive from God. Say, God, God speak to me. So we're going to go and touch on visions and dreams. And those of you that have seen visions are <laughs> going to experience acceleration in that tonight. And those of you that have not seen visions before, your eyes are going to be open to see. And I'm talking about open visions, not just dreams or you know, closed visions. I'm talking about seeing vivid visions. Um, and... Uh, we pray for revelation in that. So we're pushing you beyond levels that we've pushed people before, okay? I recently started to get revelation about visions. And when you receive a vision, you can always access it again when you had a vision. So recently, I've had visions about things, and I revisited that vision. So I had a vision of, <laughs> of an event that took place. And I could, be, whenever you have a vision, you can reaccess it again. Okay? So I reaccessed I re it, I went back to that place in the vision. And when I, it was in a building. And as I walked in the building of the vision, the Lord said to me, I want you to walk out the doors and tell me what you see. In the vision. And I walked out the doors. And I could pick up the street and the city where the event is going to take place. Listen, <laughs> we're pushing you a little bit, a little bit further. <laughs> it's, it's maybe a bit <laughs> shaky yours, but listen, there's a spiritual world around us right now, whether you believe in it or not. I said last night, if you believe in Wi-Fi, you can believe in the spiritual world. If you have faith in Wi-Fi, then there's things that's happening around us right now. And we have access to those things. Amen. So we're going to touch on that tonight. And we're going to activate. We're going to have an activation time for that. If the band's still here, they didn't leave me yet. They're in the room. Where are they? There's one, two. Okay, they're here. Awesome. Are you ready? Can you get here now? Hey, thank you, Father, for Jeff and Lori. Thank you for the spirit that's upon them. Upon them. Thank you, Father, that in this, in this church we have great Great, great men and women of God that God will anoint in Jesus' name. Amen. What's your name, sir? Chris, thank you. Thank you, Father, for Chris and where he is right now. Chris, I want you to know that God is in control of things. He 
some things that you're facing right now is like sin that is out of your control. You see, the enemy is uh, uh, trying to push you in a corner and just anxiety wants to rest upon you. As you're standing here tonight, I command that anxiety to leave and I want to say to you that God has not forgotten about you. Your future is safe with God. It is safe. You know, I see that you're sitting in a place and you at, at the last, you need to make some very important decisions and it's going to determine everything for the way forward in your life. But God is already in it. He's already in tomorrow. He's already where things is about to happen. And I want to say to you now what I see, it's going to work out. It's going to work out for you. God's going to make it happen. And as you're standing here, I call things into place. I command any form of anxiety to leave your life right now. You know, it's not yours. Don't take it. Don't receive it. Reject that. It's not. That's not who you are. I look through your life and I can see how throughout your life you're very stable. The decisions that you make, you know, you, you calculate decisions. You know what? You're stable. You calculate things. You work things out and you plan things and then you do it. And so you found yourself in this position and it's not a wrong decision that you've made. It is the enemy that's been trying to attack you and to influence your future and to influence your life. But I declare tonight that he's not going to win. He's not going to win. You will stand, you will be victorious, you will make it. And so I command this to be lifted completely. And as we birthing a new season in your life, it's a new season that's being awakened. So I want to encourage you to be here, be connected. I don't know if you're part of this church, but be connected because God is going to accelerate you. He's putting believers around you at this moment, and they're going to stand with you in agreement. Now, there's been, there's, there's been people who've anticipated your call, who've been waiting for you to call. Unfortunately, I've got sad news for them tonight because it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I declare that in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to share something. Yeah, I feel like God's saying that your, your life is like a train, and he's got a course set for you, and you're on the tracks already. You're already moving with his plan, and you're going to stay on track, and you're going to be on track, and you're going to move to your destination without without hindrance. Thank you so much. Pastor Rich, thank you for being here. Would you stand, please? I'm getting, um, there's another lady that I'm looking for. Where is she? Um, the lady there with, with the black makeup. Would you come here, please? Thank you. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you for your wife, too. Look at them. Look at them. They are, they are amazing couples. <laughs> it's fun to visit them and to be in their homes, just to watch them. <laughs> a compliment <laughs> thank you father for their lives and regarding where they are right now um, as i prayed for you today i've been praying for you for uh, some time but as today i prayed and i asked god lord what is happening what what do you want to do what is the journey here and i sense right now that there's a merge that's taking place a merge financially spiritually on every level a merge that's taking place i see ministries that's being merged, being put together. I see hands being taken, and financially as well. I see reaching out and trying to build healthy relationships. When I say healthy relationships, I mean relationships with people that have integrity, that have character in, in the financial world, but also spiritual relationships. And the enemy has been attacking that the whole time. He's been trying to pull out the carpet underneath. So tonight, I come against that, the work of the enemy. I command it to end tonight and to stop tonight. I want you to know the 
We have not missed it. We have not made the wrong choice. We have been the enemies in attacking you. And it's time for that to stop. So I declare that from tonight on, that God will start to build you. That the enemy is going to come to strip you from every, every side, every part. Strip you, strip you, strip you. And you not a prideful person. Not pride. There's nothing to do with pride. But the enemy is going to try and attack you, attack you. But you have to learn in the last six months to stand your ground. To stand your ground. To keep your family together. Keep your wife together. And there's some, there's some spiritual treasures that you've learned. And listen, no one can steal that away. It's not, it cannot be bought, that time. Money cannot buy the things that you've learned. It cannot, there's no price that can buy that. And you've learned these principles specifically through these six months. But I declare that it is time for God to build you. It's time for God to pick you up. Now, I see a merge that's taking place with our ministry. I sense a permanent merge that's taking place. In due time, I sense things are going to speed up, and I will I release it in the business world as well. But things are about to speed up. And in that process, I see that um, with the merge that will take place, will there will be times that you won't be able to be there. And that's why there's a merge that's taking place before you'll be able to travel and to move on. So God is helping you in the season to travel on your basis, to be able that everything stands, everything goes, everything is maintained. So, But I come against the enemy that wants to try to rip everything underneath you. Where you're living right now, I hear the Lord saying, where you're living right now, the land belongs to you. It belongs to you. It belongs to you. The enemy will try to take that from you. It will not happen. It will not come to pass. That land is assigned to your life. Assignment upon your life. So there's a second home that will be built. That will be put up. That will be built. That will be set up. A second home. A second dwelling place on that place. Second place will write that. Second place will not. And that place will be an oasis and a place of rest for men and women of God. I see that it's time in the season. There's time in your life where you will entertain mighty men and women of God. Mighty men. And there is just no motivation or agenda behind it. It's a place that he allowed you to put up where they can just come and sit with you, fellowship with you, have freedom with you. That he has opened up for that. There's fellowship that's going to take place there. And in that fellowship, healing, restoration, even in their life. Just a time of rest. It's an oasis. The word oasis in the New Testament is a place of grace. It's a grace. It's a place of grace. It's a house of grace where they can just come and sit and just receive. Now, I sense that God's hand is on that property where you are. And the Holy Spirit is coming on that place. And even as people enter that place, that ministry starts to take place. Immediately, it's ministry. Now, the Spirit of the Lord has been ministering to us. Ministering to us. Ministering to us. Now, I spoke about this last night about the importance of rest. The importance of rest. Because in our rest is working. And it's been a season of rest for you. And it's frustrating because we like to be busy. We like to do things, get things done. But you have to learn to rest. You have to learn to wait. You have to learn to stand in in those in those moments in your family. I honor your wife that's with you. She is amazing. Just the you know, the wife that God has given to stand with you and to you know the strength that she has in the spirit, the authority that she carries to cover you beyond this time and ease you from this place. It's amazing. But 
God has done in your lives. Now, do not measure yourself according to the natural. Because in the natural, it might look that not a lot has happened spiritually. But spiritually, you have grown into the God spiritual principles and things you can just keep in reality that has shifted the atmosphere and you can come to him these things in in the quiet place in the secret these things are falling and i would pray tonight that god reveals to you what has happened in your spirit and what you've become in the spirit in the spirit because god has made you watchmen in the spirit which means that he is gatekeeper gatekeeper things are moving place where God has assigned you. And I see in those six, those key six months, there is a six months God has assigned you, it's, it's ending tonight, but he's assigned you in the spirit to fill that position. So I see all these strong dark forces that's been trying to get in and out, in and out, in and out, but you've been keeping that door closed. You've been guarding, you've been guarding you know, the atmosphere in that place. Okay, I just shift this out. I see God is assigning each of my hearts to that position, to that place. And the shift is coming where God's going to start to build you up for you to be able to carry. God has expanded you in the spirit so that you can carry the natural. You can carry what's going to happen in the natural. Let's see. Amen. So I, I just say, Lord, thank you. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your love. You see the hopelessness in God. You see the way he's God. Thank you so much, Dad Bruce. Powerful, powerful, powerful. Do the ladies stand with the blonde lady as well? Would you stand now? Yes. Thank you. Thank you. What is your name again? Sorry? Angela. Thank you, Lord, for Angela and God what you're doing right now in her life. You are a woman of faith. Faith. Now, God is revealing to you in this season of your life who you are and what you're really carrying because you've been neglecting who you are. People from throughout your life, people saying things, speaking negative things over your life, but tonight I set you free of that completely. I declare that who you are, the identity that you really carry. You know, if I have to ask people, you know, what they see, you're going to be surprised tonight because you are an angel in many people's lives. But they, from this moment, are going to start to realize the, the caliber of person that you are, the woman of faith that you are, and the faith that you carry at this moment. How long are you married? 12 years. And what do you do for, for a living? You sell tires. Do you enjoy that? Okay, so let's pray for something else. Okay, what do you want? Are they praying? Let it really shift it right now. What do you want to do? What do you want to do? Anything. What would you really like? And you really like? If God can speak, you do an open card. What would you really like? God's going to do that for you. What's your thing? Is to act. We pray for that tonight. That God would give you the desires of your heart. Your heart. Now, I want you to know tonight that that is what pleases God. It pleases Him when we are happy. It pleases Him 
enemies are able to stack their charge on their head like every single shot. But the breakthrough is going to come and that, oh, that charge can stand up to lifetime and next season that charge can just blast them. Blast them. You can carry so many good things when you feed upon that charge like I mean every level. And multitaskers being able to have function in, in uh, not, not the secular work but business work but even in the spirit and even in ministry in both situations. And I want to say to you, it's very important, the principle, the principle that you pick that up. And you claim that charge, you can't pick that up. You can't pick that up. The load that charge falls down. And you should know that. I've seen even later years charges going and coming back and it's only a battle charge. Because you're always picking it up and picking up and trying to lock it. Okay? Now I said you would break down. You would break down. Really. And there's a part of you that God's going to develop in this season that have not been developed by natural faith. But God is going to step in and he's going to do that work for you and develop and do a great thing for you. Things, I mean, character and things that you never thought you had any interest in suddenly is going to come to the fore. And God's going to use that to complete you and your family and everything that you do. Okay, bless you. Amen. What's your name, man? Paul? Thank you. Paul's a noble name as well. <laughs> Thank you, Father, for your life. And you know it, right? Stand here, stand here for how many years? Really? Don't fight each other, please. Just <laughs> 20 years. 20 years now. 26 together. <laughs> okay. You're an interesting couple. <laughs> now sometimes just one of the partners are real. But with them, it's both. <laughs> both has, <laughs> has <laughs> something going on. Thank you, Father, for their lives. Thank you, Lord. What I like about both of you is that you're genuine. Genuine. You know, you're a couple that, you know, if, if you walk with people, there's truth. And whatever you do, there's truth to it. Now, you're looking at other people's lives right now, and you're thinking that, you know, you've missed it here and there. And I want to say to you tonight that that's not true. You know, people hide their secrets. They hide things. But the thing with you is you don't hide anything. You know, who you are is who you are. And, and so don't look at where other people are because as a couple, you've come so far and so, so far. It's time for victory. It's time for breakthrough in your own lives. Now, I see the same life now that God's going to shift you. There's a new family. I see a new place that's going to open for you. I see the place. It is a place that was already there. But it needs to be restored. It needs to be worked on. And he's very good with that. When you apply your mind to that, it gets done very quickly. God's going to give you the skills, the people, the resources, everything that you need for that. Now, there is a season where God's going to release property in your life. Property. And as I say property, I see you buying land, houses, apartments back for for Bargain amazing times and it's going to find you and you're not going to look for it it's going to find you and deals are going to come to you where people are going to say that would you be interested in buying this and you're buying it you're storing it and it's going to be sold three times <laughs> more than that so God's going to give you opportunity in that land apartment anything I see I don't see you keeping it all I see you working on it and selling it everything and selling it not keeping it God's helping you in that to build and establish your own home in this season. Okay? Amen.
the coming season, God's going to reveal himself to you in a way you never have. He's going to show you the beauty of the Lord. He's going to show you intimacy. He's going to speak to you in a way you're going to go, this has to be God. This is not me. This has to be God. It's going to be so clear. You're going to walk in the tragedy because the clarity will stunt you. The clarity will be stunning. He's going to show you his beauty on levels you've never imagined. It's going to be awesome. Be surprised. Awesome. Amen. You may be seated. Give them a hand. You you may be seated. Thank you so much. Amen. What's your name, young man? Yes. John, please stand up. I want to say to you, you need to get this guy's signature while it's still available. (laughs) God, God can do so much through your life. You know, you need to thank and honor your mom because she's been fighting your battles all your life. She's been the one who's been fighting and struggling and fighting for you. Now, there is a great, there's a door that God's going to open up in your life, places where God's going to take you. I see promotion after promotion and promotion. God's going to open a door for you in the sports world, sports. Now, maybe with you, you can do anything. You're just a natural. You just, whatever you touch, work. But it says the anointing that's abiding upon you in the sports world to be there. Now, I see you magazines, I see they write about you, they speak about you, they speak about this rescue, and uh, I see records being broken, one after the other, records being broken, limits being pushed and pushed and pushed, I call it forth the season will come forth, that the breakthrough will come, it's time to prepare, it's time to train, it's time to put everything in you right now, this year is very important for you, this year, connected to next year, I see from now till mid next year, you need to be much more choices you're going to make, the doors that God is about to open and being prepared. I see men gathering right now and they're talking about you. I see contractors that are being called up and they're busy sometimes getting things together. They're speaking about you. They're talking about offers. Big offers is coming. So it is there. I want to say to you tonight, remember that. Remember that. Because God is your greatest supporter. He's your greatest supporter. You've seen the ones who are behind you been there on any and every level, from the father level, from the friend level, God's been supporting you through this journey, remember, because the enemy's plan to destroy your life, but it's the prayers of a mother, it's the prayers of a mother that you are yet to be saved, amen, I want to say to you, stand on your feet, now, mom, you can privately lift your mom, that's your mom, that's your mom, why are you privately now, you sense really, but God is assigning people to pray for you in this season, Carry you in the spirit. It's been a tough time. It's been a long, long journey. You're tired of that. You're tired. You just said, you don't have the strength to get up anymore and you're going to have to come here tonight. You need to step into that. But God has assigned people to you, people to pray for you, not just people in the church or this ministry. You, I see God selecting people and he's giving them names and stuff. But there's people of Jesus interceding for you every step behind you. God's carrying you in the spirit and strengthening you in the spirit. Now, You've seen in the spirit. You see. I'm saying a lot of things, but I feel that discernment is picking up things that God is bringing. Uh, he's taking away the confusion, bringing clarity to the people right now. They have understanding. Not just first world in Jesus. You see that they pick up right now. You, it seems to you that you are in danger in certain areas, but I want to speak peace to those situations tonight. Peace. I feel that the peace of God rests upon you and in everything you're going through. Peace of the Lord. 
something for joy rather than where do you plan and place and nation for your future and for where you're going I see a safe haven where you there's a ship that you're planning where you planning to be living there's a safe haven God can keep you in a place that's safe safe that you're going to enjoy it you're really going to enjoy it it's going to be a blessing to you now you know what <laughs> you know what I mean you don't you think sentimental so many things in your life are sentimental values you don't want to move stuff you're going to try you keep on piling up things and all that there's some things you must let go of you must let go of and you see that as a safe haven that God is just releasing you and keeping you from the past the past is past is past there's nothing you can do about it you can't change it but it wakes you to the full presence of God okay now see years to come I've seen travel and I see you travel with me I see you traveling with me and going with me and I see there will be trips that we won't go on every trip we won't be a part of everything but there's trip trips to take with him to travel with him to be the to the help him I see you are I, you are I see you managing him if I say I don't mean like you know a, a mom only managing her son I mean he, you are a manager for him you're managing him you're helping him to do it because he's not good with admin <laughs> he's not good with that he can find you and that but if God's gonna receive you he'll be there and he'll help you for those things to put things in place see redirect the mess that is in front of you to see going through those legal things and making adjustments for that getting to something just getting to something new and God is giving you insight now to show you giving you insight now how to help him to make the right choices and sign the right contracts and let me say to you tonight you do not sign documents or contracts with without a transfer don't sign it I was talking to Peter two people in the church today when I took some time to stand and bring that fact and just let it go forth that God is giving her insight into that she's revealing it to her that you would sign the right thing okay amen so afterwards just wait for me I'm going to get your signature before you leave bless you Sean, I, I saw uh, like a pair of glasses on you, and I saw you opening up books, and I saw you studying. I, I feel like you're going to really be intensely studying. I mean, up close, you're you're going to look at things in a deep way. You're, it's not going to be surface study. You're really going to be intent in your studies, and, and I feel like God's just going to prosper that. He's going to show you things as you do uh, do that. Not as bad as you go down to the words and she and she goes to you and she she grabs it and she just says good um, I <laughs> she said good Amen come on let's give God let's give God a hand thank God he is the one glorifying him so if you have Bibles here, please get it ready. Notepads are going to move fast. You're going to write it down. You're going to get the teaching. You get all the scriptures. 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 10. 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 10. And then we're going to do impartation for visions. Okay. I'm going to make it very simple and very easy. I'm taking a course that we do, and we do this thing in 10 sessions. I'm going to take 10 hours, put it in 15 minutes. So we're going to compact it, and we just have to listen, and we get the right things, and it goes straight to it. Okay. We 
receive through Jesus. We receive through impartation and invitation. That is two ways that we receive. Impartation and invitation. Impartation is someone that's praying for us. People can only impart what they've been through, what they've faced. You can't impart something that you don't have. So <laughs> when I need a financial breakthrough, I don't want a poor person to pray for me. <laughs> okay. I want someone that has conquered that thing, that has faced that. I want someone that's dead free to put their hands upon me to impart something to me. Now, I want you to know that God has raised up kings. And don't be partial. When there's a king in the room and you know them, let them pray for you. Let them release. You know, I get on a plane. There's a, there's a guy in South Africa who's a billionaire. I got on a plane. I flew to him. I knocked on his door. I said, lay your hands on me. Release what's upon your life. Because he carries something. And that thing that he carries is available to everyone. He picked up on something. I spoke about this slightly last night that, you know, I saw in a vision, I saw when Michael Jackson died, I saw a mantle hanging. And then at that moment, I saw, after that, I saw all these mantles that's available. I saw Billy Graham's mantle. I saw these mantles that's there. And then the Lord told me that the mantle of Michael Jackson is available. And I didn't understand that. And then I realized that what he carried, what he had upon him, was something that enabled him to do something that was supernatural. What he had was not normal. <laughs> he, he had more than him. There's people today that carry things in their lives, and they have received it from somewhere. Imagine Michael Jackson. Ima imagine that mantle being used for God's kingdom. <laughs> imagine the impact that it can make. Now, there's these things that's available to us. I spoke last night about touching ancient wells. Now, we have ancient wells, but we have ancient oil as well. We have ancient mantles as well. There's things that is available to us. Now, when these mantles are there, it is not just one individual that can tap into it or that can receive it. It's available to us all. But we have people who are negative and they're doubtful and they complain. They're going to miss it. But when we have faith in our hearts and we recognize it and we see it, we've got access to it. So two ways, impartation and invitation. I thank God for him for impartation. If we didn't have impartation, many Christians will die during winter. Okay. <laughs> we have many Christians that live from impartation to impartation to impartation. Conference to conference to conference. You know, event to event to event. They have to go and attend these events the whole time to receive impartation. Okay? I thank God for that. But there is something that's way beyond that. And it's called an invitation. Way beyond that. An invitation. People that have impartation, that can impart, is people who have responded to invitations. They have responded to the invitation in their life. That's why they're empowered to give. Now, you <laughs> have invitations too, but we miss the invitations. An invitation only comes once in a season. A season can be a week, a year, five years, ten years, or fifty years. It only comes once in a season. So when that season comes and the invitation comes, 
we have to respond to that because it will only come again in the next season. And we don't know how long that's going to be. Now, the amazing thing about missing the invitation, you miss your invitation, you get stuck in a desert floor with just vacant place to be. <laughs> but the amazing thing about it, that when the invitation comes again, you're not going to miss it. Because you're going to be ready to hold on it because then you realize that something is missed. Now, I don't want to say, well, let's look for the next invitation. I want to say, I want to explain to you the importance of responding when the invitation comes at that moment to receive it, okay? In 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 10, this translation says, it says, so friends, confirm God's invitation to you, his choice of you. Don't put it off. Do it now. Do this, and you will have your life on a firm footing, the streets paved, and the way wide open into the eternal kingdom. Amazing about God, thing about God's kingdom is that every religion out there has to work to get it. We get an invitation. We don't have to work for it. We get invited. It's an invitation that comes. Now, I want you to understand the power of the invitation. It is the invitation that empowers you to do the supernatural. Okay. Peter cannot walk on water without an invitation. He needs an invitation. It is the invitation that empowers him to do the supernatural. So it's the invitation that carries the supernatural, the resources, whatever is needed for that breakthrough or miracle or, or supernatural event to take place. It is the invitation that's connected to the resource. So he says in, read with me, in Matthew chapter 14, verse 28, you know the scripture, it says, Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you. <laughs> He's waiting for an invitation. Because right here at that moment, he does not have the power to walk on water. He doesn't have the supernatural ability of faith to do that. So he's waiting for the invitation to come. When the invitation comes, it empowers him to do it. At that moment, the invitation is towards him. The people that are sitting in the boat cannot do it. They cannot function in that because he received the invitation. We have many people today that respond to someone else's invitation and then they drown. We get this. Very important. They see someone else doing something. And then, and then try to do the same thing, and then it's not the same result. So you have to learn to respond to your invitation, the things that comes to you. Praise God for what he's doing in other people's lives, and I, I honor that. But you cannot miss your invitation that comes. Now, we, how do we receive invitations? Invitations comes through prophetic words. It comes through sermons. When pastors are preaching on Sundays, they're giving invitations. They're giving invitation. Invitation is coming. With, uh, with in the spirit, with, without, you know, they, them in, even realizing it, they're giving you invitations to things at that moment, right there, right then. When you respond there, it has a supernatural result. When you, when you respond a week later, it has no effect. There's a, there's a moment right there where there's an invitation. And when you recognize it, we spoke about it last night. When they, when their eyes were open, they recognized it. When you recognize it, 
suddenly the supernatural is activated in that moment. Now, when you when we uh, read one Samuel chapter three verse one, um, one Samuel chapter three verse one, it says the boy Samuel ministered before the Lord under Eli. In those days, the word of the law was rare. There were not many visions. Very powerful. It says in those days, the word of the law was rare. There were not many visions. It means that in those days, the word of the Lord was vision. There's a form of God speaking. Vision. Listen, they didn't have the Bible. They couldn't open up the Bible and read. They were dependent on God's voice. They were dependent on prophets. They were dependent on visions. They were, you know, dependent of of outpourings and anointing and moments where God moved. They didn't have they didn't have the word. They didn't just pick up the word and read Psalms one verse one. <laughs> didn't have that. So he says, in those days, there were not many visions. Now we're living in a time right now, right now. And read with me, Acts chapter two verse seventeen. He says, in the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. We're living in a time right now where there's many visions, many dreams. We look back at the days where the disciples lived and we think, wow, would have been amazing to live in those days. Would have been amazing to walk with them. Would have been amazing to sit in their conversations. Listen, they will give anything to sit in our conversations. They will give anything to be in our meetings. Listen, they will be they will attend every service on Sunday. Because they had they had limited outpourings that had, the spirit of the Lord came and left, came and left, came and left. We have a we're living in a time where the spirit of the Lord comes and rests. They didn't have that. They were limited. So what's happening right now? <laughs> they they spoke about it. They they had visions about that. They would, have, they would have loved to be in these days, in these times. Yet we're living in a time of dreams and visions. And we don't recognize it. We become so familiar with it that it becomes unfamiliar. That we don't realize that, you know, you had a dream last night and it was vital to the next, to the next week. It was important for what God is doing. You had a vision. And you don't realize the importance of that vision at the moment that you're receiving in the succeed. You think, well, you know, we, we've gotten so used to visions that visions have lost its power. It's, well, I just had a vision. It was awesome. But we don't realize the origin where that comes from and who's speaking and how important what that vision carries at that moment. Now, when the invitation comes, you have to respond. Angels are attracted to risky faith. They're attracted to that. Because in the spiritual world, you're not measured by your age, your education. In the spiritual world, you're measured by your faith. Faith is a sign of maturity and sonship in the spiritual world. They recognize you by your faith. So when the invitation comes, you have to position yourself as far away from that boat as you can. There's many people, when an invitation comes, they get out of the boat, but they get out, but they're so close that if it doesn't work, they swim back into the boat. You know, they're kind of just trying it out. When the invitation comes, you have to put yourself out there. 
whatever level in the business, if you put yourself out there, there there's no return. You can't get back into the boat. You have to put yourself there. there there's no way of returning, no way of going back. Place yourself there, out there. You cannot go back to Egypt. You have three groups of people. One group of people are born in Egypt. Second group of people were born in the desert. And we have a third group of people that seated right there in this room tonight. They were born in the promised land. You need to understand and grab a revelation of that. You're not, you're not born in a desert. The people that are born in a desert are still looking into the promised land. They're trying to reach it, trying to get there. You were born in the promised land. People after Christ is born in the promised land. You need to see what is, be, what is around you. You need to realize what you have access to and where you are. I met the sons of the desert. I met them a couple of months ago. <laughs> I spent time with the sons of the desert. <laughs> but I realized that we are called to the promised land. We are in the promised land. That's where we are born. And we have to stop looking into the desert. Because we have, you know, we have to realize where we are, where we are positioned. We're not trying to get somewhere. We are there. We can't be distracted anymore by things around us, you know, that's, that's distracting the promised land around us. We are there. We are secure. Now, I'm preparing you for visions. I'm preparing you for the invitation that's coming, that you realize where it comes from and what it is. Now, in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 1, verse 11 to 12, one from here, chapter 1, verse 11 to 12. Because the word of the Lord came to me. What do you see, Jeremiah? I see the branch of an almond tree, I replied. The Lord said to me, listen correctly, for I am watching to see that my word is fulfilled. I want to lift a burden from you tonight. See, we receive a vision or a dream or a prophecy receive a vision and then when we receive the vision we try to pray God into the vision okay we're saying God I need you to back this and as we're trying to pray God into the vision God is trying to pray us into the vision because the origin of the vision is God the vision came from the promised land so suddenly <laughs> you're walking with this vision and you, you don't know what to do with it. And the vision becomes a burden because you've seen it, but you don't have the re resources to make it happen. It's too big. You know, the thing with God is that whatever he does, he does big. He doesn't do small things. He can't just think small. He just, just Lord, come on. It's just when he does something, it's big. It's a big vision <laughs> that he gives us. But tonight, I want to lift it from you. And what I want you to understand is that the, the vision that you're carrying that has become a burden to you is God's vision. It's not your vision. You're just a mediator. You're just a channel to carry the vision. So you're trying to bring it into fulfillment. You're trying to make it here. But here is the power. That's why when we stood up for Bashan today, I forced people to speak, to say it. Say that they speak their mind. Say what they say what they see. Because here we have Jeremiah. God gives him a vision. God. He gives him a vision. And then after he gave him the vision, 
this is the aspiration. You know, this is the interpretation of the vision. So people are talking about, I saw this vision, I saw this vision, I had a vision, I had a vision. Praise God for the vision. But they need to be manifested. Why are they not manifested? They need to come into existence because it's amazing because, you know, we don't have the potential to have those visions. We don't have the, <laughs> we don't have, you know, you don't have the, the capacity to think of the magnitude of that vision on your own. God has the capacity. So he comes and he reveals that vision to you and he shows you, I want you to understand tonight that whatever you've seen and what you are going to see comes from God. And God didn't ask you to make it happen. He didn't ask you to build it. He didn't ask you to, you know, the only thing that God is asking you, he's saying, will you come in unity? Will you be a witness to what I have seen? Will you speak about it? Will you witness to what I've shown you? And when you're becoming a witness, <laughs> that unity is there and that power are being released. And then God's saying, yes, you've seen correctly. You've seen the right thing. And now, it's, be it's beautiful. He says, now I'm taking the responsibility for that vision. Until you become a witness, the responsibility is going to remain yours. But when you, <laughs> when you acknowledge God, when you witness and realize that this is from God, then he, then he takes the vision and he's saying, I'm going to watch over you. You're the vessel and I used it for your life. But now I'm going to supply the resource that's in it. I just needed you to come into unity with me. I just needed you to see what I am. That's all that I needed. So we see these visions, but we don't speak about them. We don't call them forth. You know, I drive in the car and I see a vision. At that moment, I feel with my wife. I say to her, I just saw something. Doesn't matter how simple it is. Doesn't matter how big it is. I say to her, I just saw this. I share it. Because at that moment, as I share it, God's saying, you've seen correctly. I will watch over my word. I will watch over you. We carry these things. We see these things. But we have to come into unity with God and say, God, I see what you see. I've seen it. The church that we're sitting in right now, there's pastors here. The churches that they have, the buildings that they have, the ministries that they have, was just a vision. It was just a dream. It was just a vision, just a dream. So at some stage, at some time, they had to come into unity with God to say, God, we see what you see. We see what you see. And when they saw that, then things started to fall out, to fall in place. Now, God wants to, this is where we are right now, but God is giving this church a vision for the future. He's saying, this is where, this is where you're going. <laughs> this is the development that's coming. This is the expansion that's coming. And then immediately, there's an invitation that's coming. And we have to learn to respond to that invitation. How do we respond to the invitation? Um, when, uh, just before we got married, um, I had a vision. I was staying with my parents up until then, enjoying the life and the fruits and everything they had. <laughs> I tried to push it for as long as possible. <laughs> it was my plan to move in there. <laughs> but they, <laughs> they wanted to make sure that I leave. But um, I remember, <laughs> just before we got married, I saw a vision. 
of her home. And it was massive. It was way more than I needed. It was way bigger than, than, than what was possible for me. And I saw a vision of that. Exactly as details to that vision that I saw. I saw the vision and then I had to respond to it. So I remember being broke, having no money at that moment, going to the property, to the place where I saw the vision of the home. I saw it specifically in a place called Pearl. I went to that place. I had nothing, no resources. I took a stone. I put it on that place. I said, this is where you're going to stay. I said, God, I see what you see. I see the vision. I see what you see. I see it. A month later, um, we, I bought a twin pole at a friend of mine who had a truck. I didn't have money to even pay delivery to just buy the pole. So a friend of mine said, well, I will deliver it for you with a truck. And he delivered on that property. A month later from that, just delivered those poles. Six months later, six months later, the home was complete. Bigger, built, debt-free, way more than we needed. There was stuff. Six months later. But I had to come into unity with God. And I, God was waiting for a response. The only response that I could give at that moment was just that first step to say, put dough on the line, let's start working. This is it. I see what you see. And then the second response was, this is what I have. This is, it, wasn't, it, wasn't even, it wasn't even a tenth of the amount of the house. But that's what we had. We took that and we said, God, we see what you see. There's a lot of us that's looking at the budget and at the resources. And we're looking at the dream and we're saying, well, it's, it's not close to what we need for it. And we don't respond. But whatever God gives us, he says, I give seed to the sower. Whatever he gives you is seed. It's seed <laughs> for the great thing. For he says, don't look at wh what you have and where you are. Look at that. Because when you look at that in the natural, you'll be limited. God can use that to build things. So tonight, I'm asking you, what do you see? What is God showing you? What has he been showing you? What is the dream for Jeremy? What is the vision? In the same way, I'm removing this burden from you tonight. I'm saying, you don't have to carry it alone. It's not all your responsibility to make it happen. Yes, it's way beyond your capacity. <laughs> yes. But it's not beyond God. It's not bigger than God. And the only thing right now that God requires from you is He wants you to see what you see. You know, we take that vision that God gives us and then we, we cut away from it. We try to size it to our situation. <laughs> you know, we try to remove room and say, well, I don't need, I don't need four bedrooms. I don't need two offices. I don't need, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to size it to, to what I think is my need at the moment that can work at the moment. But I have to take the vision and I say, God, give me the faith that I need for what you see. I'm not going to ask you to step down to my level. I'm not going to ask you to make it for me. God, I see what you see. I see the vision. I want to ask the band to come up.
came up to whoever was close to him, and we're going to pray to you tonight, and we're going to pray for activation of those visions, dreams, right? Place. It's the same place, dreams, visions, same area. Don't get um, distracted by the terminology and stuff. It won't be moved by that. What, what I want to know is I want to know what do you see? What has God been showing you? Because only when you speak that, when you communicate that, when you share that. Now, I can explain to you tonight the importance of sharing that with someone. You need someone that you can share it with. I share it with my wife, Carol, and she shares it with me. And there's a lot of things that she's seeing and I'm thinking, well, I, I hope you're not expecting me you know, for me to make this happen. <laughs> so, but I want her to have the liberty to feel she can share it with me. She can communicate it with me because I know the value of, of speaking about the vision, sharing what you have seen, what God has shown you. Now, when it comes to your family, God gives you a vision for your family. When it comes to your children, God gives you a vision for your children. When it comes to your business, to your ministry, God gives you a vision for that. He shows you where you're going. As I, as I spoke to him tonight, as an example, as I spoke to him tonight, it is an invitation. It is an invitation. And that invitation, <laughs> it didn't seem to me that there was any limitation. That invitation went out, and God said, this is what I want to go to. The only response that, that, he, that God needs from him is to stand up and to say, God, I see what you've seen. I see what you've seen. Not looking at the limitations, not looking at the circumstances, not looking at what he's surrounded by right now, but agreeing, being a witness to what God has done. And saying, God, I see what you've seen. I can see that. I see the vision. I see the future. I see where you're going. And then at that moment, the supernatural powers activate. And then God looks and he says, now are you ready to go? Are you ready to go? <laughs> I will make it happen. I will bring it into fulfillment. And again, it's so beautiful. It doesn't exist in my imagination. I will make it. I'm not just limited to what, what has been <laughs> created. I can go beyond that. I can create it. I can make it happen. I want to ask you tonight if you desire dreams and visions. If you desire that. I want a response from you. So I want you to stand up. If you desire that. If it's your desire. We pray for acceleration tonight. We pray for impartation tonight. I have dreams. I have visions. I have many dreams. I have many visions. And because of that, I can impart that tonight. I can impart it to you. I can impart visions. You can see visions about your life, about your future, about your children, about your business. About You can see visions. But I want to ask you tonight, what do you see? What is it that God is showing you? What is it? I want you to see clear visions. What do you see in that vision? What is he showing you? What does he show you? What does the future look like? What does your life look like? Whatever concern you have right now, don't look at that concern. What is God showing you about that concern? Because immediately it's flowing. Immediately it's there. In a split second, 
what it is. It gives you the picture of it. And then I want you to come in unity with that. Not with my word, but what God is showing you. And saying, God, I, I, can, I see what you're seeing. I'm being a witness. I'm being a witness to what I saw. I want to encourage you tonight. If you, have, if you have a husband, if you have a wife, if you have friends, tell them about it. Share it with them. Visions that you've had in the past, visions that you're having now, share it with them. Tell them about what you have seen. Communicate it. Because as you speak it, as you speak it, the release is coming. God firstly spoke to create and then to communicate. He first used his voice, his mouth, to create and then to communicate. On the earth right now, we are the only species <laughs> that can speak. I know there's birds out there that are speaking. They're not supposed to speak. We have, we have creative power that's in our mouth. Creative power. And God is saying, He's giving you the vision. He's saying, just speak it. And He's helping. He's giving you the picture. He's showing what it looks like. He's saying, just speak that. And as you speak it, it is coming into existence. I want to encourage you as parents here, take your children, speak a blessing over them. Speak what you see. Grab all of them, speak it, speak it. does not mean because you didn't have a father or mother who didn't do that, that you're not supposed to do it. Change that cycle, break, break it, and speak the vision over your children. Communicate it. I'm not, I'm not wild. Speak it to them. Let them sit in front of you and speak it over them. Say to them, Lord, I see this over your life. You will be successful. Share whatever God is showing you. Speak it into their life. Speak it. Because at that moment, the supernatural power is starting to work. I pray tonight that you'll be sensitive to the invitation. That when the invitation comes, on whatever level, that you are going to respond. You're going to respond. Again, I want to say to you tonight that <laughs> angels are attracted by risky faith. And when that invitation comes, you have, you have to go for it. When that moment comes, when the invitation is there, you will find it. Yeah, but Andre, how do I know? You will know. You won't miss it. You'll know. When the invitation comes, you will recognize it. You listen to this sermon and the invitation comes. It speaks about that thing. You know, I have to respond to this. You'll know that this is connected to my life. At that, at that moment, at that time, respond to what God is saying to you at that moment. Respond to that invitation. Because right there, right here at that moment, it's carrying the supernatural power to, bring, to make things possible that's not possible. It breaks limitations. Father, I pray right now in this room, I pray for impartation of visions. Impartation of visions. I release it. Visions, dreams, and visions. Dreams and visions. I call it forth. I declare people in this room that is already seeing visions. I pray for acceleration. Acceleration from this moment on. They will see many visions while they're driving in their car, when they're sleeping, 
when they're getting up, when they sit down, when they, they will see visions, visions, visions will come to them. Father, I release dreams upon people tonight. That as they're sleeping, they will have godly dreams. Dreams. I pray that their dreams will be filled with you. Will be filled with you. You show them dreams about what their future looks like. Their children's lives look like. Your plans for them as a family look like. Show them the dreams. Show them the pictures. I release it in Jesus' name. I declare, Father, a boldness on people tonight to respond. A boldness to get up that same day, that same moment, and respond and say, God, I, I see what you see. I don't need a bigger home. But God, if that is what you want, I'll go for it. Then I'll do it. I don't need a new car. But God, if that is what you see, then I will do it. I will go for it. Whatever level you're speaking into their lives, they will step out and they will go for that. I pray for faith tonight to increase in this place, a level of faith. Father, raise out the capacity of our faith, Lord. Just a moment, the things that you have seen, it's a moment of impartation. So the things that you have seen, just a moment, forget about people in the room. I want you to talk to God. Tell God what you have seen. Because God is saying to you tonight, Jeremiah, what have you seen? Andre, what have you seen? What did I show you? For a moment, I want you to speak to God. Speak to Him loudly, not softly. I want you to speak. It needs to be released. It needs to come out. Tell Him what you have seen. He's asking you, what, is, what did I show you? What did I show you? Tell him. Tell him. <laughs> Again, I want to say to you that vision is not your vision. It's God's vision. It's not yours. You don't have to try to get God into it. He's trying to get you into it. <laughs> he gave you the vision. He showed you it. What did he show you about situations? Share it with him. Tell him. Tell him. Share it with him. pray right now for 2019 next year God show us what 2019 looks like I pray for visions for 2019 for next year visions God show us what is your plan next year show people reveal it to them what is the plans for next year what is the vision for next year what is the direction for next year what is the word for them for next year show them reveal it to them now reveal it let them see let them see what are you assigning them to in 2019? I release that in Jesus' name. Release that. Release that. God bless you. Thank you, God. We're almost done. I just want to push a little bit, a little bit deeper, a little bit further. I want you just to start to pray with me just a little bit. There's a gathering here where we get together. There's things that's shifting in the spirit. A lot easier to shift things while we're in the gathering, while we're standing together. I want to say to you tonight that the breakthrough that you need, you're going to get it because of people who have faith in this room. There's enough faith in this room. Thank you.
we're going to start to pray. Those of you who can speak in tongues, I just want you to start to pray. A little bit louder. 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 God, I declare that we see what you see. We see what you see. We come in unity with you, Lord. We see what you see. We see the vision. We see your plan. We see your purpose. God, we are willing and we are obedient to do whatever you want to do. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Acceleration, acceleration in Jesus' name. Acceleration, acceleration. It's time of fulfillment. It's time for breakthrough. We call it forth. I declare that in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Come on, just a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit deeper. ask you just for a moment, I want you to share with someone, just a moment, not, not, you don't have to talk, you know, for 20 minutes, just share a sentence, just tell people what you've seen, just share with someone next to you, around you, just tell them what you've seen, and then give them a chance to tell you as well, just share the vision, just tell them what you saw, just tell them, just share it, communicate it, speak it, tell your wife, tell your husband, tell them, just share it, this is what I've seen, this is what I've seen. Just speak it. Speak it. This is what I've seen. <laughs> I see in the spirit. I see as you speak in the spirit. I see angels that's being charged into different directions. They they're being charged into different places. As you speak it, they <laughs> They start to move. They start to respond. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Amen.
see things like you do. God, I look to you. You're where my help comes from. Give me wisdom. You know just what to do. And I will love. And I will love you, Lord, my strength. And I will love you, Lord, my shield. And I will love you, Lord, my rock. Forever all my days, I will love you, God. And I will love you, God. really feel like there's been so much awakened in our hearts this weekend. Um, just hearing you guys share the vision, it was so powerful. And just hearing the chitter-tatter, and some of you are still sharing vision, and that is so powerful. And, and, and I'm just so excited about um, seeing it come to pass, seeing what God's going to do, and seeing what God's going to do in this community. And I'm so excited to see just him being made famous in your situation and in your world. And I want to share a vision I saw, and Jim saw similar visions um, of our city. And this is what I saw. I saw all of these streams all around, and they were flowing down, and they all flowed into one. And what I felt like God was showing me was that he was going to take the disconnect of the suburbs with the city, and he was going to bring unity there. And I also, I saw, so I saw real concern between the two. He was connecting, and I also saw 
um, people in government with regular everyday people being able to connect and actually listening to one another. So I saw unity coming forth, and, and I believe the many streams were just different walks of life, and I believe they were also uh, different denominations just coming together and flowing as one. And I believe that as the streams are flowing, all of the comp competition spirits and all of that stuff that would just try to divide was just flowing away. God was just breaking through in that, in this area. And so, Lord, we just thank you. We thank you for what you're doing. We thank you for unity. We thank you for bringing people together in this city and moving. Lord, we want to be, um, Lord, we thank you for being right where you want us to be at this moment. That we're resting in you, God. <laughs> we're resting in your presence. We're resting in the things you've shown us. We're resting in the callings that you have for us, God. And we're moving as we're resting. And we just say thank you for that, God. We thank you for what you're doing. We thank you for moving in this conference, God. We thank you for Prophet Andre coming and pouring out so much into our heart. And we are so thankful, God. And we just give you a great big roar of praise in Jesus' name. Let's give him a shout of praise. know you are loved. Amen. There's so many here. There's faith chapelites, as I call them. <laughs> and then there's people from other um, houses. We love you guys. Like, we love each other in this place. Amen. And we're standing with one another, and we're seeing God move, and we're celebrating what God's doing in each other, and it's so good, isn't it? It's so good. Amen. Amen. We love you and God bless you. Have fun chatting and sharing your vision as you leave. Maybe some of you get to draw it. Whatever God shows you. Amen. Love you.